edition of our podcast Willie and Nathan's Extreme 401 Podcast Hollywood Edition for tonight. This is your number one source for daytime, primetime the big screen, TV as a whole, streaming video gaming, etc. And tonight as always, joining, uh, joining me is my co-host Willie himself and Willie we have one heck of a show planned for tonight this evening for our listeners and those who are tuning in. Hola amigos, everybody, you're tuned in tonight to our VIP red carpet. We have a very special guest. You know her as the beautiful, talented, transgender artist, singer, Alyssa. So hang on just a little bit, and we're fixing to get her in just a little bit. Hang on just a sec. Nathan, why don't you tell us real quick how's the weather where you're at? Well, the weather right now uh, is 53 degrees, partly cl- uh, cloudy right here, uh, here over here on the east coast, I mean, not the east coast, but the west coast of the Bay Area, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, everything is fine. It's not heavily raining as it once was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months back, so, you know, that's good uh, as well to have a break from uh, the rain and stuff, but... You know, it, it's been a little bit chilly here, but, you know, it's, it's not oh. heavily raining. Nice. Well, we got a 56, 56 here in New Braunfels, Texas. Oh, okay. All right. You got any plans going on for tom- tomorrow's big day, Nathan, for Valentine's? Oh, no, just staying home, you know, and working on some stuff. That's about it. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. This will be the first time that I actually don't have a date for Valentine's. But you know what? I'd rather have it that way because I don't know what it is, dude. But this year, both genders are going nuts this year. Oh, yes. Everyone is just going uh, going wild for whatever reason. Exactly. I mean, it's like if you're trying to date the woman, they either want to hurry up and get you to get seduced, get pregnant, and have babies, and then go with child support and if you're with the guy they want to hurry up to get seduced and get married it's like damn if you do damn if you don't oh yeah absolutely there's no boundaries these days no dude no all right we're waiting on our guest she's fixing a call but nathan i want to pull a congratulations to the very special um the cast nathan that's going to be from all my children to general hospital why don't you give us a little taste of that? Yes, indeed. If you guys did not know or hear the news about it, you, you will remember this person, this actress, who's been recognized for her role as Dr. Maria Santos Gray from All My Children. Yes, you guys guessed it. Eva Larul is joining General Hospital, the uh, only ABC uh, soap sudser on that network. And she is going to uh, play... 
uh, Blazes, played by Jacqueline Grace Lopez, uh, Blazes' mother, Natalia Rogers Ramirez. And her first episode will be set to air on February 26th. So, uh, and TV Line credited them and Sobar Digest were the first ones to report this news. And so, uh, I'm surprised. I'm shocked. I thought maybe when you, sh when you told me about it, I thought maybe she was going to be a part of, you know, um, maybe, maybe join General Hospital as Maria Santos Gray, but, you know, she's going to play a new character, and I I'm looking forward to it. I just hope it's not a waste of time, because the show has too many people still on it, but, you know, I, I don't mind it. Hello, Alyssa. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing very good tonight. Thank you for joining uh, on our all show. All right. Well, congratulations, Alyssa. You came through. Um, we're really excited because you never know when you're doing the merging. It's so funny. It either merges you or you get one drop call and you have to call the other person back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fun technology. <laughs> yes. We just told our audience about the VIP red carpet and the special guest being you, Alyssa. We're glad to have you. Before we do the Q&A, kicking off with Nathan, of course, we would just want to know what's the weather like where you're at, and do you have any special idea or plans for the big day tomorrow? Valentine's Day is finally here. Um, it's cold here. I mean, it's probably not as cold as other places, but for me, it's oh. cold. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right, okay. Yeah, it's 56 here in New Braunfels, Texas. And Nathan, what was your weather? Uh, 53 degrees here. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think it's that cold there as is, like, where you are, but it's cold for me. It's, like, 55, yeah, for here, but it's cold for Florida. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Well, let's get this party started. Go ahead, Nathan. You got the floor. All right, Alyssa. So, uh, let me ask you my first question. Um, you know, you are an artist, Correct. Correct. Okay, and so my question, my first question to ask you is, who would you like to work with in the near future when it comes to music? Oh, wow. Like, you mean like big stars or? Big, big stars, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. I would love to work with Taylor Swift, actually, or Madonna. Okay, all right. Yeah, those will be the big two for me. Nice. We got a Swifty in the house. Yes, actually, we do. Actually, Kim Petras as well. Kim okay. Kim Petras as well. All right. I think that would be really cool. Okay, all right. Not bad. That's very nice. I like that. Um, for my next question, uh, for your next or your upcoming vacation, what city, town, country would you like to go to that you haven't seen or been to as of yet? Actually, you want to go to Vegas. I've never been. Um, I think that would be something I would definitely plan to do. Actually, this year, I would love to do something like that. Um, out of the country, I would love to go to the United Kingdom, actually. Ah, okay. I like that. That's good. Definitely go to Las Vegas. I can highly uh, recommend it. I went when I was younger. And I got to do acting, modeling, and um, I got to meet celebrities up there. So uh, definitely 
If you get a chance, go to Vegas. You'll enjoy it. I definitely would love to do that. Okay, so Visit my Treasure next... Island. Visit Treasure Island. You'll, you'll thank me for it. Oh, definitely. I will definitely have to check that out. All right, so my next question, uh, my third one, what's your favorite television show? Can you repeat the question? What is your favorite television show? Oh, okay. <laughs> my favorite television show is Grey's Anatomy. Even though yes. I don't like... Like, I don't, like, personally, like, medical things, but <laughs> the show has literally pulled me in, and yeah. I literally rewatched the entire series a lot. I'm actually just rewatching it. I'm on the uh, COVID season, which was one of the toughest seasons, I think, but I'm excited for the new season 20 coming out, so. Yes, yes, and you, did, you, did you know uh, that it's only limited episodes this year? I know, which has me price. worried. It has me very worried that it's something yeah. like it's yeah. probably going to be ending. But it's the longest one. They said the longest uh, medical. Well, series. we got a lot of returns coming. Um, according to me and Nathan, we found out that they're bringing what's her name, Nathan, Arizona. Yes, the yes, act, Arizona yes. Robbins is scrubbing back in. I saw that. Yes. I'm so excited about that. Perez, Perez returning and Christina Yang. It's going to return for one episode of Really? Yes. Yeah, she said she was Everybody done thought with it. Everybody thought the show because with all these returns. But in actuality, like Meredith Gray said, they're not going anywhere. They're going to continue. If the fans want it, as long as the fans like and want it, they still will continue. So they're going to still go ahead and do it. Even though we got a lot of naysayers that don't want to watch it. It's like Meredith says, if you don't want it, flip the channel. But for us loyal Great Anatomy fans, they're not going anywhere. They're supposed to do a spinoff for April and um, Avery, but the ABC network rejected that offer. Oh, wow. Yep. So it could only return, but for right now, they don't want it. I think it's just because, I mean, right, Nathan, it's because of the strike. They just don't want to overload themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I, they don't, they don't want to take that risk, and so, uh, you know... I can understand why they did that, you know, but it, it kind of sucks at the same time. I think we only got like 10 episodes this season out of everything that happened. Right, yes, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but... Yeah. Oh, what'd you say, Alyssa? I said I'm looking forward to it, but I'm sad that it's only 10, 10 episodes. I know, oh my God. Yeah. I, I want to know, who's your favorite on the show? Because I like, uh, besides Avery, I have such a big crush on... Derek Shepard's nephew. He's interesting. I'm actually liking these new interns, actually. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see like how their yeah. stories play out. Yeah. The only one that I don't like the casting of, besides Arizona, because I got tired of Arizona when she was on last time. But it's not the actress's fault. It's just the writing. I don't like the writing. But why did they have to bring back Nico? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Here we go. My next question. 
What is your favorite movie? Ooh, my favorite movie has to be The Boss. Ah, okay. Oh, is that with uh, Melissa McCarthy? Yes. Yeah. Ah, yes, okay. Yes. 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 What is that one about? I didn't see that. Nathan, did you? No, I did not. Okay, yeah, it has to do with um, Girl Scouts, and it has to do with uh, a big CEO, and she um, gets called doing insider trading, so she goes to prison, and she comes out, and she finds out about this um, Girl Scouts that do cookies, and then the woman that she happens to stay with does, like, makes an amazing brownie. And so they actually bring that in, and she she builds up a company, and it's actually amazing. It's funny too. I love her. She's I love she's absolutely hilarious. Yes. Did you see the uh, Did you see her on the hit Hulu series called um What was it, Nathan? Nine Perfect Strangers. I believe that's the name. Yes. I have not. I need to check that out. I didn't even know that there was something else oh, out there that I haven't seen. If you don't seen. have it, or if you don't have Hulu, let me know, and we will get to Hulu. I have Hulu. Yes, I will definitely, okay. I will definitely, definitely check that out. She's on it. She's on season one, and it is the doozy. It'll. It's good. It's Nicole Kidman. Everybody's in it. Oh, nice. All right, and uh, Nathan, you got one more? Yeah, I got one more question for you, Alyssa. So here we go. What is your favorite location to perform? Favorite location? I'm pretty limited in Florida, so I would love to travel and perform elsewhere, but my favorite place to perform is pretty tough, actually. Uh, probably Tampa Pride or any Pride events, really. I love being able to perform at those. And I'm actually performing at Tampa Pride in the Cuban club, so I'm I'm very excited about that. All yes, right. We heard about that. I want to congratulate you from me and Nathan. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, yes, congratulations. Yeah, that's really good. All right. Well, don't go away, Alyssa. We just be right back. Nathan, pull up a quick commercial for Pizza Hut, and then we return. We'll flip it, and then I'll ask my questions for Alyssa. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Awesome. Bougie. I'm like $7 bougie. The all new $7 deal lovers menu at Pizza Hut. Choose your $7 faves seven days a week. Because it's only a deal if you love it. No one out Pizza Hut. I'm and we're back. All right, everybody. We're tuned in. You're back to Willie Nathan's Extreme 411 Hollywood Buzz podcast. And it is our VIP red carpet with the wonderful, delightful, awesome, transgender artist and singer, Alyssa. Welcome back, Alyssa, for part two of our Q&A with you. So excited to be here. Thank you, guys. All right. So before we get ready to ask on my set of questions, we were just curious, um, what did you find out about, did you... Were you able to want to perform anything, or did you want to wait for that? 
I probably have to um, due to the my circumstances right now. I'm actually. Okay. <laughs> I had to take my mom to the, uh, the hospital. Oh, no, no, that's fine, sweetie. That's all, it's all good. We just wanted to make sure because, remember, I teased you and Nathan are going to be doing a karaoke real soon, so that's coming up soon in our show. So Yeah, that will be super fun. I would definitely love to do that. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. I'm going to ask my set of questions, starting off with how did you get started as an artist? How I got started, um, when I was very, very young, um, I had a love for music. Mm -hmm. I remember getting a microphone for Christmas and it being the best present ever um, and listening to music. I remember watching, I was at my aunt's house, I was living in Jersey at the time, and she was watching an HBO concert series and it happened to be Madonna. And I was so taken by how she performed and everything. And I knew that I wanted to do that. I was like, I want to do exactly what she is doing. Yeah. I love Madonna. She's such an inspiration. Actually, she I got to really Madonna is, yes. in Vegas. So, yeah, it was wonderful. I got to Madonna, Cher, and uh, the Blue... Blue Man Group and Justin Timberlake. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay, who inspires your music? I am inspired by, I would have to say Taylor Swift is one of my inspirations okay. right now because okay. I love her drive and she is such a genius with songwriting. I would also have to say Madonna. Um, mm -hmm. She has inspired me for years. Nice. Also, Britney Spears is actually an inspiration of mine. I love her pop look sound, and she is just an inspiration to me. I love that. Do you ever listen to Tori Amos? I have heard of, yes. I like I like a lot of different artists and different um, genres. I don't just stick with one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I was just curious because if you like Tori Amos, if you haven't heard her song, it's a classic now. But it's called Sword of Fairy Tale. Listen to that. It's very inspiring. I will definitely. I don't think I've heard that one, but yes, I will definitely Okay. check that out. All right. Which genres of music would you like to expand to? I actually want to do like a pop country track. I think it's very interesting. Um, yeah, I love that. Like the way Madonna did American Pie. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I think it would be really freaking awesome to do something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that pop cool. is definitely where my heart and soul are. So mm -hmm. so that's where I would love to. I always want to incorporate pop in anything that I do. Well, I love your music, and Nathan does too. We've definitely blown away. I got to say that I love the the beats and the energy that you provide, and you're 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 throwing out into the universe, and. Um, I could definitely see you doing that and also maybe doing some disco clubbing music. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. I have a song um, on my new album that's coming out February 23rd. It's called High. It also has like a disco feel to it. I've actually awesome. shared the, the snippets of that one as well oh, on my social great. media. Very nice. Yes. All right. Where do you see yourself in four years? 
in four years, hopefully touring, because that would be amazing. <laughs> I want to travel. I want to perform. That is, yes. that is, that is oh, the goal we for got me. Nathan here. We love the magic, right, Nathan? We'll find a way to get you touring out there. Yes, we do. That would be amazing. I would oh, love yes. to go on the road, and I hear a lot of people complain about being on the road, but I think it would be such an experience. Oh, fantastic. All right. Alyssa, don't go away. We're going to do a quick commercial break for uh, Subways. And when we return, Nathan's going to pull out his speed round since I know we got short, limited time with you. So don't go away. We appreciate your patience. We'll be right back, everybody. We'll be right okay. back. Okay. There's nothing better than a Subway Series footlong, except when you add a new footlong sidekick, like the boss with a new footlong cookie. This might be my favorite sidekick ever. What? Every epic footlong deserves a perfect sidekick. There's nothing. And we're back. All right. This is the part, Alyssa, where we get to enjoy the speed round. This is where me or Nathan will ask our guests the six questions off the top of a, you know, like like a like Jeopardy. You're gonna ask quick questions and you just answer them off the top of your head. Go ahead, Nate. You got <laughs> okay. Fun. We love doing this. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see. Um. What's your favorite food? Okay, um, let's see. Um, favorite music group? Favorite music group? Oof. That's a tough one. <laughs> that Good be one. like a new one. or older? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I would have to say Spice Girls. Ah. There you go. Like Number that. Two. Okay, third one. Uh, favorite car? Favorite car? That's a tough one. Good one, Nathan. You twisted it. I love this. <laughs> you did. Never asked that yeah, question. Yeah, I know. Before. I'm like, uh, never asked that question before. He got you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty stumped on a car. I don't really oh know my God. cars. <laughs> That's all my good. Favorite, Alyssa, my favorite car would be a red Corvette. That's a good one. Yeah. You know the one from Prince, the little song? Little red Corvette. I guess Mercedes Benz, maybe. Like, nice. Okay. All right, next one. What is your favorite book to read? actually don't like reading but i like audiobooks and i'm really love yeah. the britney one for britney the britney you have to loving that oh my god you know what me and nathan loved it so much we did an expose <laughs> you should we'll give you the link to it but we did oh yes yeah, so i definitely have to check that out for what he did wrong to britney spears and that yeah when you said justin Timberlake, i was like Ugh. <laughs> i know I know, girl. I was upset too, especially since I met him. I was like, "What? Oh gosh!" 
Next one, okay, here we go. Do you prefer television, streaming, or the big screen when it comes to what you would like to watch? I love streaming. I like Hulu, I like Netflix, I like Peacock, I like Paramount. There you go, you're as bad as I am, yes. <laughs> I love streaming and I can binge watch. Okay. Yes. So, okay, this next one. All right. So, who's your favorite actor? Favorite actor? Actor? I like Will Ferrell. Okay. Not okay. bad. He is hilarious. He was funny on Barbie. Yes, he was. He did such a great job. All that running he was doing, all that running, I was laughing my ass off. He is hilarious. I love what he brings to everything that he does. He's like, put Barbie back in the box, put her back in the box. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> what else do you got for her, Nathan? All right, here's one more. Here's one more. Okay. All right, uh, let's see. What's your favorite sport to watch? I don't really watch sports, but because, you know, I would have to say the football because of the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. Yeah, she kind of pulled me in. Nice. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's it for me. I didn't know anything about it, and then my friend pulled me in, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. I can get into this. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, but, that, okay, but that's so it for me. I had a quick bonus question for you. Since Nathan didn't ask it, we'll ask it for you. Is Do you have a favorite childhood memory? A favorite childhood memory? Uh-huh. Like growing up, anything special memory that, you know, that you like to um, reflect on? Especially with Valentine's already coming up for tomorrow? My childhood was kind of traumatic. Oh, oh, sorry. So, yeah, I'm actually decided to uh, write about all of that. Um, I'm, I'm working with a therapist to like, because I've actually blocked out a lot of my childhood. So we're trying to dig through and find out how to unblock that. Um, so. Oh, well, you have you have our um, you know our support. And you have two events there. You know, I'm here in uh, Texas. And Nathan, you're in San Francisco, right? That is correct, yes. Yeah, I got that right. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here and taking time with us. Um, We know you got limited time. But we definitely want you back for May Sweets. And, you know, maybe you can perform it. We're lucky. I would love that. I want to shout out to House of of Stars um, Mm -hmm. that I'm a incorporated with um also my manager alan shores who i love very much he does yeah. amazing for me and skylar j pr agency i'm actually going to be linking up with her and she does amazing things so i wanted to give a shout out to those people oh yeah and what would you like to say for your fans that are listening in thank you i appreciate you you can stream my songs bitch please and lgbt uh, LGBTQIA now say on all the streaming 
platforms. So I appreciated my album. I Am Alyssa is coming out February 23rd. I'm very excited about that. I got to work with people around the world on that song, on that album. So it was definitely a collaboration. I'm very excited about it. Well, we also, um, like I said, I am an artist too, and I sent you the links to my, um, to the two platforms. I don't know if you use them, but you're welcome to sign up with them as well. They're really good. It's called SoundCloud and BandLab. Yeah, I'm not on either of those. <laughs> yeah, they will really help your music career as well. I do it, and it's I'm not t- I'm not kidding. People will as soon as I do a song, it hits like real quick. It's like oh nice. like gangbusters. So check that out. Um, we appreciate you taking time and, and spending time with us. Nathan, do you want to tell Alyssa before she has to go? Uh, well, I, I just want to say thank you, uh, Alyssa, for joining us tonight. We appreciate you stopping by and answering some questions and hearing your story. And whenever you want to come to our show again, you're always welcome. So just let's just let us know. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, I need to shout out to John because he actually set this whole thing up. So yes. I love him. He's amazing. Oh, yes. John's our VIP guest all the time. He knows it. So we love you, John. All right, Alyssa, well, you have a wonderful evening, and have Thank you. Day. You, you as well, all, both of you. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a blast. All right. Yeah. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right, Nathan, you still there? Yes, I am. All right, guys, don't go away. Nathan's going to pull up one of his favorite commercials when we return. Nathan and I got to talk stories, and you won't believe what's happening in Hollywood, TV, and beyond. We'll be right back.
CBS Hawaii returns next, part of CBS Premier Week on CBS. Missing people, I go get them. Can you help me? It is what I do. Please find my husband. Do whatever I can. I really don't know what to tell you. The truth would be nice. Careful, Coulter. What was that? I got your location. Hope was on the way. You're lucky I was close by. Just admit it, you kind of like this. The coffee's good. A new tracker next Sunday after the Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. And we're back. All right, everybody, and you're tuned in to Top Stories. Now, normally I'll let Nathan take the lead, but I've only got two top stories to share for tonight, and then Nathan's going to take over the rest of his section. Here's the first top story. Congratulations to Stephen Amell, who's been cast in the new spinoff of Suits L.A. Yes, that's absolutely true. He will be a part of the spinoff of Suits, which is Suits L.A., and I'm happy for him, and I think he's going to do a wonderful job playing uh i think most likely the lead the lead role for this one or another role but i am looking forward to it yet or do we not know yet who he is i don't think we know who he's gonna play yet okay okay that's fine and also uh we're not gonna tell you who she is but we can tell you to tune in to chicago pd because the ghr is going to be hitting pd very soon so look for that all right nathan you got the board What's our top stories for tonight? Well, in this uh, first top stories on my end, uh, it sounds that uh, it sounds like Disney has not learned their lessons, and it looks as if Disney is trying to double themselves down on a female-led Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp. So, with that, guys, let's take this. Give this one to up to Ryan Kennel. From RKO Outpost, he has all the information on this one. Uh, and I recommend you guys listen up for this one because, you know, you, you guys are probably going to get upset and angry oh, yeah. when for it comes record, to I this one. This I protest. All right, so here we go. And with that, Ryan, take it away. Most people would probably agree that if Disney decided to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to make yet another Pirates of the Caribbean movie without Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow, it's probably a pretty dumb idea, but certainly you could see Disney trying to do that. It's a whole nother level of stupid if not only do they not bring Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, but instead they focus on an all-female Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. But that is where we're at when it comes to Disney. Even the dumbest possible thing that they could do that in all likelihood would bomb at the box office, that's usually the most logical step that they'll end up taking. Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow gone, Disney moving forward with female-led Pirates of the Caribbean 6. There have certainly been rumors swirling about this for a long time. Very famously, Johnny Depp said, after what they did to him, after they fired him, after they dumped him, that there's no way he would go back to Disney after what happened. Certainly, though, you know, time can heal all wounds and maybe a lot of money could as well. So people have been wondering, will it eventually happen? Will they come to a deal? Well, now this most recent report has people rolling their eyes. No Pirates Without Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean spinoff is expected to fail as Io Adebari gets eyed as the lead star. 
Fans argue that Iowa Devery's involvement will be insufficient to keep the ship afloat, insisting that no one can replace Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, if I remember right, a year, maybe more ago, we heard about some sort of Margot Robbie Pirates movie. Now, this is before Barbie and all of that stuff. Heard about potentially a Margot Robbie Pirates of the Caribbean movie that was in development. Not that long ago, they confirmed that, yeah, it's still in the works, maybe on the back burner, but it hasn't been officially scrapped or anything. And now we get this news. The Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise has made its way into our hearts with its action-packed narrative, stunning visual effects, and of course, the enduring character of Captain Jack Sparrow, brought to life by the iconic star Johnny Depp. And we all know what happened with Johnny Depp with the Amber Heard allegations. He had to go to court to prove that she was lying about him, and that's what it took for some people to actually start to offer him jobs back. For years, Johnny Depp's powerful performance as Captain Jack Sparrow has mesmerized audiences and become synonymous with the franchise's success. For this reason, when rumors of a female-led spinoff started circulating, fans leaped to the doubting camp. It looks as though they firmly believe without Johnny Depp swaying hips and witty one-liners, the franchise is going to run aground. Insider or industry insider Daniel RPK claims A.O. Debery may take over as the franchise's new star, or the very least the lead role in Disney's upcoming movie. The upcoming female-led Pirates of the Caribbean movie is still in the works at Disney. Ayo Adebari is being eyed to star as a character named Anne. They want a younger cast of pirates looking for hidden treasure. I'm sure this has glowing success written all over it with the history we've seen with Disney deciding to you know, maybe replace some other characters with women and make a movie about that. I'm sure it's going to go over just great. And reality is... There is already a Pirates of the Caribbean female-led movie out there. Probably is going to be far more profitable than that one. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But here's some of the reactions. No thanks, Disney. No Pirates without Johnny Depp. Dead on arrival. OMG, this would bomb so hard. Without Jack Sparrow, the franchise is not the same. They're never going to outdo Jack Sparrow. The Pirates movies are nothing without Sparrow. Just give it up, please. We heard this when the first reports came out a while ago. Now that this, this new twist is in there, we're hearing it too. No Pirates Without Johnny Depp. Why would you fucking do this? And the reality is they do it because they're Disney. This is what they do now. What do you guys think about this? Let me know in the comment section below. Smash a like button. Subscribe to the channel. Ring the bell for notifications. Share this video out there. And I'll talk to you later. And with that, we're back, guys. And it looks as if Disney has not learned their lesson. And looks like this movie is going to bomb. I'm disgusted by all of the whole situation. I'm always a supporter for Johnny Depp. But what pisses me off more is that, as if Hollywood will never learn, the failed flop of Miller's Girl was awful. But yet they want to put Jenna Ortega into an all-female Pirates of the Caribbean. Give me an F break. I don't think so. Nathan, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's just, it, it, I mean, if, if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work the first time, or, or as the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, again, don't fix it. Because if you do, then you know what? You're going to try, you're going to do something that you think is going to work, but in the end, it won't. And it looks as if Hollywood, Disney, and these studios really are not learning their lessons, and, you know, I will probably not check this movie out when it comes out. And, you know, it's going to bomb, most likely. So, I'm not going to feel bad for Disney or Marvel or anyone else because you guys obviously do not care. 
and you don't give a damn about what the viewers actually want to see when it comes to a Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean movie when it comes to Jack Sparrow as played by Johnny Depp who will bring in the revenue and the money and the viewers. It's like, don't, you just don't care. But anyway. Hollywood, please stop casting Jen Ortega in films that she doesn't need to be in. Yeah, Jen Ortega, I mean, That's I... ridiculous now. Yeah, it's getting a little bit too much. I mean, you're overexposing her, as it already is. We, have we learned nothing? Look at what you guys did with The Rock. Oh yeah, that yeah that really uh, that that really worked out well, didn't it? All right, Anthony, what's the next top story? Well, our next top story, and this is breaking news: Mark Ruffalo spoils MCU and film return next year. And uh, if you guys have not heard the news, uh, he will be a part of one of the uh, you know one of the uh, films that's going to come out for the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and. With that, let me guy let me bring in Armin from Comic Book Cast Two on YouTube. So with that, Armin, take it away. Well, everyone, Mark the Spoiler Ruffalo might be at it again, as the actor just recently spoiled that he is returning in the upcoming Captain America: Brave New World. <laughs> You can always bet either on Mark Ruffalo or Tom Holland to spoil something they shouldn't be spoiling. Well, enter Mark Ruffalo once again. In a brand new interview that was conducted by the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, they catch up with Mark Ruffalo and they ask him what his next projects are and if it's true that he's returning for Captain America Brave New World in 2015. He says yes. They ask if he's allowed to talk about it, and then he says no, because Marvel literally has a drone following him, and he would get in trouble. And there we go. He's now, I guess, confirmed his involvement in this. Now what's interesting is that people have been saying he's not in it. That was all this scooper report. Then they shifted to saying he is in it. And most recently, when all the reshoots were announced to be happening, the story shifted to, well, he might be in it, but he might not be. So again, we're kind of stuck in the middle. It's the typical scoopers find a way to cover their tracks with plans change. I'm still on the side of he's not in it. And if he is, it's probably a cameo. That's at least what I'm guessing. I don't think he's going to have a major role. I think they set up the bad hulks here without him interfering so we can carry that on into a hulk film or whatever they're gonna do right i don't think he's in this because we literally know that the film wasn't working because it was a hulk centric film why would you go back to try to fix it and then go you know what let's add more hulks in this that's what this captain america film needs after you said it's not working because there's too much hulk what what so yeah i'm sticking with he's not in it Besides a small cameo. I don't care that he confirmed it. I don't trust it. And we're back. And I do have to agree with Armaine. I think, you know, he'll probably make a cameo. But then again, you know, if he do, if Mark Ruffalo is going to be a part of this, then I think it's going to probably be for the showdown between both him and General Ross's Red Hulk, played by, um, played by the actor. I can't believe I forgot his name, but... Um, He's going to be playing General Thunderbolt Ross in this movie. 
Nathan, don't you find it ironic that Marvel is so tight-lipped about their movies, yet they keep they keep making the worst decisions? They're starting to become like DC. Yeah, and not learning from you know DC's mistakes. It, it's yeah. unfortunate, but then again, you know, I mean, you know. It, I mean, it's innocent. Tom Tom uh, Holland accidentally spills secrets from you know movies, which is cute in his own little way. But Marvel wants to push it like like they're like they're extra men in black, and they're like this top secret. It's like give me a break, you guys. It does, it's not working. It's not working. Yeah, absolutely. It's not working at all. And you can't blame Tom Holland for everything. It, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you can't you can't blame Tom Holland. You can't blame okay. your actors and actresses for everything. You guys are the ones that yeah. are the ones in charge of a movie like Captain America Four, and you know what's going to be in it, and what's not going to be in it, because eventually it's going to come out one one way or the other. Yeah. You got a few more top stories ahead. Yes, I do. This next okay. one. This All next right, one. You do, oh. Pull up the pull up a quick trailer for Madam Web. I believe it comes out tomorrow, correct? Yes, it does. All right. Nate is gonna pull up the trailer for Madam Web. Get you guys all excited for the big premiere tomorrow, and then we return more top stories, daytime spoilers, and me and Nathan cover the Super Bowl. Halftime show. There's so much more. Don't go away. Your mattress shouldn't jiggle. Because a mattress that jiggles is a mattress that transfers motion. Which means that when your partner moves, you'll feel it. That's why Tempur-Pedic mattresses are made of our one-of-a-kind, incredibly adaptive temper material, which gently absorbs energy to isolate motion instead of transferring it. No jiggle, more undisturbed sleep. That's how a mattress should work. Get your stuff. Let's go. Let's try that again. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing the future. New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. What do you want from me? New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. Get off the train. That man's trying to kill you. Why? Who are you? What is going on? I can see the future. 
Oh, what the hell? She didn't see that coming? That's <laughs> not how it works. I've seen that man before. So who is he? Ezekiel Sims. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. Wait, I recognize you. You live in my building. You're the paramedic. Yeah, you almost ran me over. You don't think this is weird? How we're all connected? It's honestly like the least weird thing that's happened all day. What do you want from me? I have no idea what those girls are called. Why don't you want from me? I think he can see into the future. He's trying to change what happens. Julia, get down! Why don't you scare the different? Why do you keep it from me? Your future was almost so different. If you want to live, you have to trust me. Showing off. Maybe a little. And we're back. Well, according to close sources, Dakota Johnson says that the Madam Web script went through drastic changes after she signed on. To quote, I can't even tell you what they were, unquote. Oh Lord. Nathan, I I'm a I've got mixed emotions for this film because I'm such a big Spider-Man fan. But as far as the franchising going forward, I really hope that Marvel's not the Marvel or Sony, whoever's doing this. I hope that they're not just rushing movies just to get it out of you know, like uh, just out there. You know what I'm saying? Like just just making films. Absolutely. You know these studios, Marvel, Warner Brothers, Disney. DC, etc. They have to take their time when they're doing movies like these. Because if not, then you know what's the point even putting these movies out? The typecasting is awful in this. Like, I'm sorry, Dakota Johnson, but I really wouldn't have picked you as a lead. Yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, they had to. They had to get someone else other than than Dakota to be the main star in this one. I think if they had a stronger actress other than Dakota. Then you know, then I think you know the movie can be very successful. But again, I mean, I don't hate her, but again, I really do no, think. No, I just, I just say as far as the actress goes, because if you watch on the trailer, if you watch on the the information, Nathan, there's an actress that's from Euphoria that's also on this, and I wouldn't have put her in this movie either. Yeah, same. I wouldn't have put her in there as well. It's just bad timing all around. Uh, when it comes you, to this one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is there like six girls in this movie that's supposed to be like spider women? I believe so. Oh, Lord. I, I'm hoping for you guys, the fans, I'm hoping that it goes good. I'm going into this with low expectations. And I'm sure Nathan's too. But I will say this. According to unreported news... There should be a cameo that will make everyone smile and cheer. If that happens, I'm all for it. But again, is that the only thing looking forward to in this movie? Because, I mean, Nathan, when you listen to the trailer on the phone, you be honest. How excited were you just listening to the trailer? I I, I was a little bit intrigued, but not that much. Right? I was like, bleh. Like a flat pancake. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's just unfortunate, and it's really bad timing for Marvel. I'm calling it, dude. I I, I don't think this movie is going to make as high as they think it will. I'm going to probably just give it for now. I'm probably just going to give it a B-. minus. Yeah, I'll, pro- I'll give it a B- minus too, just because of the... The graphics and you know the potential Spider Woman in this film. I want to see how it's played out, but I yeah. just think that the hype is just—it's it, too much. It's too much overhyped. You know who I would have picked for the role instead of the lead actress that's playing is our beloved Bowden, the beautiful um, that played uh, Oh Logan that always annoyed people. Kim Matula for the movie. Kim Matula should have been casted as the lead actress for Madam Web. Yes, that should have been the role. Yeah, yeah, she would have been perfect for this role. If not her, I think Jacqueline McKenna's Woods would be a perfect Madam Web, too. Yeah. See, dude, we're more creative than Hollywood. Yes, we are. All right, what's the next top story for the night? Well, this next top story is kind of an unfortunate one, and this involves uh, Mr... uh, and you know him very well. I know him very well, too. Uh, Mr. Josh Brolin. Uh, a couple of days or a couple of weeks ago, he got slammed for uh, a poem that he himself uh, created when it came to uh, one of his co-stars he works with. with the um, I think it's a movie called uh, Dune with co-star Timothy Chalamet. And uh, it really got a lot of people talking, and it really came out disturbing on his end. So with that, let's bring in again, Ryan Kennel from RK Outpost. One of the movies I'm looking forward to the most of all of 2024 is absolutely Dune Part 2. I really like the first one. I can't wait to watch the second one. I have early tickets screening to this in IMAX. I cannot wait. Uh, No comment whether I'll actually get a popcorn bucket or not. However, Josh Brolin apparently was very excited to work with Timothy Chalamet because He wrote a poem about him, and I'm just going to be real, it's a little bit strange. Josh Brolin sure has written a lot of poems about Dune and Timothy Chalamet. Brolin put in on a new book, Dune Exposures, this week, featuring behind-the-scenes photos and poems about his co-workers. When Josh Brolin set himself to the task of playing Dune badass Gurney Halleck, one of the great warrior poets in science fiction, crafted by Frank Herbert, it's one part killer, one part rock star, He doesn't appear to have half-assed the process. And yes, indeed, there's a poem out there, apparently about how he feels about Timothy. And I'm just going to be real. I think Josh Brolin's in his mid-50s. I'd feel a little bit weird if I was Timothy, but maybe this is just part of Hollywood. Josh Brolin wrote a poem about Timothy Chalamet on the set of Dune Part 2. And uh, let me just read this for you. Keep in mind, this this is Hollywood, all right? Your face is etched by adolescence. Your cheekbones jump toward what are youth-laden eyes that slide down a prominent nose and onto lips of a certain poetry. And the way you hold my gaze makes me fear my own age. Because something in me tells me you are going to offer me something, and for now... I'm not sure it's going to be something I want anymore. I don't know about you guys, 
but it sounds like Josh Brolin wants to fuck Timothy Chalamet, okay? That, that's what it sounds like to me. I'm not a poet. I'm not some uh, fancy smancy. Oh, let me evaluate what all this means. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like to me he's like, wow, you're a really young kid, and something tells me you want me to fuck you, and I don't really know what to say. What the fuck is going on? And apparently a lot of people feel the same way I feel about this. Okay, let's look at some of these reactions. Damn, Brolin really said I'm getting too old for bussy. Uh, I don't think we should be seeing this. Imagine your 55-year-old co-worker recited this poem about you in the break room. Uh, people are acting like it's weird for Josh Brolin to write a poem about Timothy Chalamet, but I've been writing poems about my colleagues for decades. Daniel, I'm in the walls between your office and mine, smiling. For soon I shall become you and overtake your family, right? People are, people are fucking shitting all over this. Here's a couple of the ones I saw last night. Josh Brolin be like, I fuck so much pussy, I might switch to bussy. Uh, certainly seems to be the way he's going. And maybe my favorite one, me to Josh Brolin after reading his poem for Timothy Chalamet. And I got news for you. That means you're gay. Listen, I, I don't really understand what the purpose of this is. It seems creepy and weird to me, but maybe this is Hollywood. Maybe Timothy's pretty comfortable with this already because maybe he's had to do that before to get some jobs in Hollywood. I don't fucking know. Um, very disturbing poem, I think. That's what I think, but what do you guys think about this? Josh Brolin with a poem from the set of Dune for Timothy Chalamet. And we're back, and I have to say, I if Josh Brolin was trying to be very creative... He could have done this a different way to not come off kind of creepy and kind of weird. Uh, to me, I think Josh should have at least put this one away uh, for good. I don't know about you, Nathan, but I'm getting cringy, cringy feels. Yes, I am. Me, me too. That really wasn't, how do you say it, was not needed? Not necessary. Should have left that in the closet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, what's your next top story? All right, our next top story. This one, this time, involves Disney CEO Bob Iger. And it looks as if he has been exposed for uh, his part in Disney and his future plans of what he wants to do in the near future. So, again, let's bring in Ryan Kelly from RKL Post. And he has more. Every failure we see from Disney, whether it's on Disney Plus, at the box office, or one of the variety of PR disasters they've had as a result of getting too ideological, pushing woke propaganda in nearly all of their content, it seems like CEO Bob Iger is always very quick to try to blame someone else. And usually, that person ends up being former CEO Bob Chapek, the guy that he basically gave his old job to, that he came back and said, you know what, I just have to fix everything. I'm going to save Disney. Unfortunately, it's been anything but that. It was just a few months ago when he once again said that Disney has to quiet the noise in the culture war, that they can't be as political of a company. They really need to stay quiet on those things because they're perceived as an overtly political company. This comes with the backlash to everything that happened with CEO Bob Chapek when Disney decided to go to war with the state of Florida that they have now end up losing. 
They lost in court. DeSantis in Florida destroyed them, even though the mainstream media was cheering Disney on. This is the man who got on his knees for the LGBTQ community and said, I'm so sorry, and decided to oppose the parental rights and education bill here in the state of Florida. Well, wouldn't you know it, Bob Iger once again is being found out to be an absolute complete piece of shit. The dude who looked back and blamed Bob Chapek for all of these failures, for Disney getting too political. Well, it looks like we've got a new video showing that Bob Iger was cheering it along the entire fucking time. Christopher Rufo, exclusive in January of 2021, then Disney chairman Bob Iger. Like we've said the entire time, Bob Iger was still at this company, still the chairman of this company. He was right there when all these decisions were being made, even though he tries to distance himself from them now. Look at this. Then Disney chairman Bob Iger told employees he was committing to the company to take a stand on politics because of January 6th, then praised himself for making Black Panther, which he said was an example of diversity and inclusion. Now, I've not seen this before. This is a, at this point, three-year-old video, but it really goes to show what Disney views as acceptable for their company. This, this isn't getting political. We're simply going to make a comment on January 6th. That's not political. There's nothing wrong with that. We have to call out evil when we see it. This is the way Bob Iger views everything, and that's why Disney will not change as long as this piece of shit is still there. Listen to this. Uh, I, I mean, Bob and Bob has talked about this uh, eloquently um, since he's become CEO. I'll, I'll say a couple of things about it. You know, we've tended to uh, shy away from politics, uh, and in doing so, I think we've shied away from talking about issues that aren't political at all like the issues that we're talking about today. Um, because we believe in doing so, maybe it, looked like, it looks like we're taking a stand. Well, in that reality, we should be taking a stand. I take, by the way, I, t I take responsibility for this. I was CEO for 15 years. And so I, you know, I, I, I manage the, the company's public facing um, processes and, and um, you know, how we were portraying ourselves. And I think that we have to be less cautious, as Bob, I think, was just alluding to about such things and not be concerned, like just commenting about what happened in Washington last week. That's not political on our part at all. All right. So just to be clear, Bob Iger thinks that some, you just have to take a stand on something. It's not political. You don't think that discussing January 6th was nothing inherently political about that as a company, like putting feeling the need as a entertainment company to put out a message or put out a statement about January 6th, you think that's actually, like, necessary? You really think that that's not going to divide your fan base or anything like that? It's very interesting. That's why when these people say get away from political stances, blah, 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 they don't really fucking mean it. They think it's their duty to fucking change the world and make it look like the lens they want it to be. That's why when you see the don't say gay, really the parental rights and education bill, well, that's a stand that Disney has to take, right? When you talk about all these things, that's how Bob Iger views all of this shit. We, we know that what we saw was fundamentally wrong and that it was rooted in hatred and disrespect and contempt and intolerance. And we should feel free as a company to comment about that without retribution. And another thing I want to say that I've learned um, these last nine to 12 months is you know, I, I'm very proud of a lot of the work we've done in terms of diversity and inclusion on screen. When we, when we did uh, uh, Coco, for instance, at Pixar, a great example of that, or Tiana, or, of course, Black Panther is one of the great examples of that. I, I, I allowed those things to make me feel a bit 
complacent in a sense. It's not that I, I wanted to be that way, but I thought, wow, we did Black Panther. How great are we? And it caused me to not focus as much as I should have on the culture of the company and the environment and, and, and in the voices that were telling those stories as opposed to just how they were being portrayed on the screen. Do, do you understand what he's saying? So keep in mind, this is January of 2021, right after January 6th. So the reason he's saying all this, and a lot of us be complacent, it's out in the aftermath of the George Floyd riots, right? The summer of love. That's what he's talking about. We haven't done enough. We really need to do more as a company to talk about race and equity and inclusion and blah, 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 all this shit. This is Bob Iger. The dude who made it seem like the reason that Disney got into all this virtue signaling bullshit, the guy who passed the buck to Bob Chapek. In reality, it's always been Bob Iger who's pushing a lot of this shit. Now, Chapek certainly isn't innocent. Chapek took the job. He's gone along with it the entire time. He bent the knee to the LGBTQ mafia. He, was, he played a major part in this. But Bob Iger has always been pushing for this. And until he's fucking gone, do you think that this company is going to change? Absolutely not. What do you guys think about this? Let me know in the comments section below. Smash a like button, subscribe to the channel, ring the bell for notifications, share this video out there, and I'll talk to you later. And so with that, we're back, and I have to say, I, I agree most of what Ryan had to say there. Um, you know, with Disney CEO plans to quiet the noise in the culture war, well, I have news from, I have news from Mr. Uh, Bob Iger. You're not that smart. You're not that sneaky clean. You're not going to get away with this, and you will be called out if you are ruining what Disney was all about, and not just with Disney, but also with Marvel, too, and trying to promote politics to make it better, which it will not. The problem, Nathan, is these companies, Disney, Marvel, Sony, they're all being run by idiots. Very true. I swear, there was a movie, you probably seen it years ago, something called Chimpanzee or something, some comedy. Yes. Oh, yes. Space. I feel that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I, I, yes. These networks are being run by, by monkey, chimpanzee, animals on the loose, and nobody is really doing it human-wise. Yes, absolutely, and it, it's, it's just sad and unfortunate of where we are as a society, and I hope that uh, we do wake up and fix things for it's, before it's way too late. Tonight's podcast has been brought to us today by Straight Talk, wireless, unlimited talk and text. New and renewed phones get great prices with unlimited data, talk, and text on no contract plans. Get the Samsung Galaxy A15 5G for $99 on Straight Talk with a silver unlimited plan. Go to www.straighttalk.com and get connected with them today. Nathan, any more top stories? That's about it for me. All right. Nathan's going to pull up, uh, what is it? Um, Cobra Kai Kim Merch. Yes, she's going to pull up a promotion for tonight. And then after that, we're going straight into our daytime spoilers. We'll be right back. Teeth were made to indulge. Remove 15 years of stains in two weeks of Colgate OptiFlight Pro Series Toothpaste. Staying connected when you're busy is easy. It's all in the snacks. 
Bonsai, I'm the Cobra Kai Kid, and I want to thank all of you guys so, so much for watching my videos and for supporting the channel over the years. I wanted to share with you guys this, the CK Kid merch. I've had this for a while now, and I wanted to share with you guys because we have some new colors, we got some new stuff that's out on the website, so if you go to ckkidmerch.com, you can get one of these awesome, awesome clothing. So... We got the sweatshirt here. Absolutely love this. This is iconic. I wear this in a bunch of my videos. I literally wore this sweatshirt when I met the cast of Cobra Kai, so that's pretty sick. We also have t-shirts. So we got a blue t-shirt here. So we got different colors. It's not just the red and the yellow. We got the blue here, which I really love the blue. Just mixes it up, you know? Hold on, still not playing. Okay. And... We got purple. Love the purple one. And the snake really pops out in that one. So that's sick. And also the iconic red. You know, Cobra Kai Kid, my channel logo, you know, you have the yellow, you have the red. So wanted to stay true to that with these designs. Um, we also have tank tops. I love this. So like if you're going to the gym and you want to show off the guns, how do I, there we go. Going to the gym, showing off the guns, like CK Kid tank top is what you want to wear. Going on a jog, hitting the weights, or if you're not going to the gym and going to the gym is your New Year's resolution, this is this is the way to go. And we have other colors for the sweatshirts too, including blue, light blue. I actually love this color, so this is the light blue one. I love wearing this one, this, the red, and there's other colors too on the website, so don't worry. If you like these colors and you want to check these out that's totally awesome but there's other colors on the website too if you go to ckkidmerch.com you can go look on the website at all of the colors it's epic i guarantee you guys will be satisfied i love this merch it's so awesome and i hope you guys can get some ckk merch of your own and if you do make sure to post yourself wearing it tag me so i can see it and i would absolutely love to see you guys in this awesome merch and i'll share the photos and repost them and all that fun stuff so thank you guys make sure to go to ckkidmerch.com get your cobra kai kid merch right now and i will see you all next time and until then cobra kai never dies Hussa! Day two, I'm back. I want to say thank you to everybody for your kind words, your wishes, your prayers. I appreciate it, and I hope you have an awesome day. Valentine's Day. Have you ever thought about trying again? You keep playing with fire. See where it gets you. Wait, what? My rat problem will be over soon. Sorry. General Hospital on ABC. And we're back. Well, shout out to Cobra Kai Kid, our new top news source on YouTube for um, all things Cobra Kai. 
Nathan, have you gotten to check out the YouTube channel for Cobra Kai Kid yet? Uh, no, I have not, actually. You need to check it out. He's got the latest involving sneak peek images, hot Cobra Kai news, and so much more. Yes, absolutely. Make sure you guys check it out. Alright, we're going to do um, Nathan's favorite general hospital um, for daytime spoilers. Let me check real quick. Trying to see. I may have given you... Did I give you any appetizer spoilers for general hospital yet, Nathan? I don't think you did, no. Okay, let me see here. Okay, we already mentioned Eva LaRue. That's Blaze's mom. Yes, we did. Apparently today, Dex chose the grave over betraying Michael. Give me a break. How? What is it going to take for Michael and Carly to pay for their sins? I have no idea, but it's, it's getting repetitive. It's like they don't pay for anything. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then you got, you've got JC coming back, and you're letting me know that Carly and Michael are not going to pay for nothing, but yet everyone else has to suffer? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's just favoritism all over again. Oh, I hear Trina disappears really soon to go look after Spencer. Yes, she does. That's very true, I, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, General Hospital, but you just pulled a guiding-like page. That's what Josh did when he was looking for Reba Shane. Remember, remember, Nathan, Josh saw who he thought was Reba on, on the TV and went to Europe to find her? Yes, I remember that very well. That's right. Come on, General Hospital, you can do better. You guys, just cop Ken guiding-like now. Yes, oh, indeed. here's a good one. Finally, Sonny will disown Michael for the prison plot. Well, if I hope so. I hope so. I mean, if that's the case, then let it happen. And we've talked about this, Nathan. What does Molly have to do with um, Christina and Blaze? Why does she have to learn their secret? It doesn't affect her. Uh, probably for a filler, fluff, and plot point drew and stuff. Yeah. That's stupid. Alright, Nathan, what you got for spoilers? Alright, so let's go to the spoilers for General Hospital. Um, <clears throat> for the um, rest of this 14. week. Yes, let's go to the spoilers here. So, tomorrow in General Hospital for the 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Sunny is furious. Maxi confides in Sasha. Curtis and Portia celebrate their anniversary. Chase and Brooklyn share a magical moment. Sam and Dante learn Danny is in trouble. Then Thursday, Anna and Valentine cross paths. Nina receives a intriguing position. Dante and Jordan get disturbing news. A Ava advises Sunny. Jocelyn is determined. Then uh, Friday, February 16th, Sunny issues a warning. Anna, Dante, and Jordan strategize. Cyrus tells Laura how he plans to protect Nicholas. Alexis reassures Sam. And Ava tries to impart wisdom to Jocelyn. Okay, yeah, there was a little tease. Remember we talked about this thing that um, 
pay close attention to Danny because he's going to be tied into uh, the return of Jason. Yes, indeed, yes. And I am actually... the new Umbrella story that's going to affect all of Fort Charles. So, ready or not, Jason is coming back by March 4th. So, all the breadcrumbs are going to be coming together like a big puzzle. And it kicks off with Danny. Yes, indeed. And I'm looking forward to this storyline, especially now under uh, the new writers, Patrick McCahey oh, and yeah. Elizabeth Cortez. I just hope that it's worth the hype of what you told me about it. You know, I just hope that it's yeah. good and, yeah, and, and it delivers. When did they start? Uh, I think they started sometime maybe before February or, or maybe because oh, Elizabeth... Yeah, because Elizabeth Cortez, before Patrick came on, uh, I think, you know, made some certain changes and edits here and there. So uh-huh. now that Patrick is on, is now on, uh, is working with her, I think we should see see it maybe uh, in the beginning or in the middle or late March heading to uh, April and maybe May sweeps. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. They haven't started yet fully. Yeah, they haven't really started yet. Okay, that's fine. Okay, now let's see here. Uh, Nick, can you pull up the um, our spoilers that we posted for our magazine for Young and the Restless? And while you're doing that, I'll pull up the spoiler appetizers. I'll say that again? Remember the post I posted for our magazine for the YNR spoilers? Yes. Pull that up, and I'll let you report that part. And I'm going to go ahead and report the spoiler appetizers after you announce the spoilers. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah, I got them right here. Alright guys, so these are your spoiler advertisers for The Young and the Rustless. Billy Abbott exposes Daniel cheating with Heather. Devon declares war. Claire has a wicked game plan. Jill has leverage against Mammy. And Ashley gets committed. Also guys, if you didn't know, um, the actress who plays Aunt Jordan, Colleen Zenk, will be back on YNR. Followed by the actor who plays Seth, He'll be back on YNR too, and the two of them are going to team up together to get revenge on their enemies. And I gotta say, Nathan, I'm loving, I love the the working of Nikki and Lauren together at Newman. It's a different, it's a different change of pace. Yes, it is. I mean, I don't think Nikki and Lauren have had that many scenes together in quite a long time. Yeah, so it's turning out nice. I'm, I'm, I love Lauren and her company, but you got to admit, she's doing really good over there in Newman. Yeah, I, I agree. She's doing a great job, and I do appreciate this change of uh, pace, and I hope, I hope you know, it, it, it uh, continues. And for you, Nick and Adam, fans, pay close attention. Because they're going to have another brotherly I did read the uh, recap. Yeah, I heard something about what was the name? Is 
Zendid was crying? Yeah, Zendid was crying after he woke... It, this was later on in the episode, probably towards the end, but he was, I think, oh upset. He got upset, I think, uh, when after he woke up in bed with uh, Luna. And, uh -huh. you know, I think Zende pretty much feared the consequences of what happens if this gets out. So uh, he got upset. He started crying. And I don't think Luna wants him. But, you know, he's just, you know... Uh, devastated of what he, what just happened between him and Luna. Okay, Nathan, get ready. This is going to make you upset and drop your jaw yet again. Do you know why they're doing this stupid mint, mint storyline? No, I do not. It's not just to ruin Zendaya, Luna, and RJ, but for you, Liam and Steffi fans, to get ready because they're going to wind up drugged and wind up in bed together as another continuation with this Mint storyline. Bradley Bell, you son of a bitch. Really? <laughs> really? My God. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. This is how you're going to bring back Finn and uh, Steffi and Liam? This is how you're going to reunite Steam? Because I guarantee you, if you do that, Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. Bill chases Poppy to San Francisco. This should be an interesting little twist. Yes, it should. Especially since he'll be away from LA. <laughs> yes. Yeah, get get away from LA. Oh my god. Okay, Nathan, I kept on laughing. What on earth do you have for spoilers for this week? I mean, do we even have any couples anymore on Lord of Beautiful? I, I, Lauren, I, I have no idea anymore. I honestly don't even care anymore. This this fucking show. God. Ugh. Well, uh, before I go into sports, let me give you guys a heads up. Today, Tuesday, and tomorrow, Wednesday, soccer will disrupt B&B in a few time zones of the USA. CBS will air the UEFA Champions League European Soccer Tournament. This will be live on CBS Broadcast Television and some but not all time zones, only on CBS. Canadian broadcasts on CTV are unaffected. In USA, the affected time zones are Mountain, Pacific, Alaska, and Hawaii. For your city, it might affect both B&B and Y&R, or maybe just one of these soaps. You may need to watch at a different time of day or night in your city or overnight or on a sister channel. Check your local listings. And with that, let's go to the rest of sports for uh, this week. All right, so tomorrow, on Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Brooke assures RJ of Luna's commitment. Poppy realizes she may be responsible for Luna's actions. Uh, Thursday, Luna is incredulous that her mother is the reason she cheated on RJ. Eric offers Zende a new opportunity. Friday, February 16th, Zende is shot and Poppy and Luna make a confession. Luna is faced with making an unbearable choice. So there you go. Don't you find it funny, Nathan, that even though Luna supposedly slept with Zenday, after all this is going on, nobody decides to go get an after, what do they call it, an after birth pill? Yeah, I, I mean, talk about, you know, being responsible there in building beautiful you know soap operas. That's all the shows. Yes. I'm sorry, I love old, but let's be honest, it's like an after school special. Nearly every woman in that show gets pregnant for just sleeping with a guy. 
Yeah, absolutely no creativity. Thanks a lot, Bradley Bell, and thanks a lot, Soap Operas. Could be either one of them. Alright, Nathan, what, if any, do you have for spoilers for um, Days of Our Lives? So let's go the rest of the week for the week of February 12th. Tomorrow, Wednesday, February 14th, is Valentine's Day in Salem. Teresa is convinced Alex will propose. John and Marlena enjoy a picnic. Kayla and Steve reminisce about their romantic life. Johnny and Chanel surprise Paulina. Thursday, Kirsten and Bray get, have a fight during a visit with Rachel. Chad reveals to Everett what happened the night of the fire. Stephanie invites Jada and Rafe to dinner to meet her boyfriend. Jada questions Ava and Stefan about what happened to Harris. Alexander assumes Sarah is done with them. Friday, Teresa can't take any more, so she tells Alex to propose already. Sloan, Eric, and Jude's family, family time is interrupted once again by Leo. Nicole is overwhelmed at the lengths of EJ has gone through for Holly. Wendy and Tripp participate in a Valentine's Day themed event. Stephanie checks in with Everett about the double date with Rafe and Jada. And let me go to spoilers or shall I say teasers for February 19th of what we have so far. And these are from BuzzReallyRadioCast.com. Kayla is made aware that Tripp did not show up for a ship to the hospital. Jada and Everett have a conversation over him being her ex, Bobby. Brady has a heart to heart with Marlena. Doug, Julie, and Maggie reminisce of the Horton home, while Roman, Kate, John, and Marlena lend support. Tripp and Wendy are kidnapped. Clyde demands Stefan to head to Statesville. Uh, a vintage box accidentally discovered. Steve proves to Stephanie that Everett is Bobby. With Sarah, with Sarah and Justin's support, Xander continues to plead his innocence to Rafe. Roman surprises Kate with a private dinner, and Paulina recovers from sur surgery are being supported by Abe, Johnny, and Chanel. Okay, what was the point of having Lucas be in danger for no reason? I have no clue. That has to be a stupid plot point. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Okay, Nathan's going to be right back. We're going to uh, pull up a taste of Reba McIntyre's national anthem from the Super Bowl. On behalf of the National Association of the Deaf, actor Daniel Durand. To honor America and perform our national anthem, 
entertainment icon, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. Yeah, me too. I, I'm glad we were able to have her for this one. And, you know, uh, it's great to always see and hear Reba McIntyre, uh, you know, uh, whether it's on TV or in live. And speaking of Reba McIntyre, she's going to have a show on NBC coming out very soon. So, congrats to Reba McIntyre. Man, I don't know about you, Nathan, but I think this has to be the coolest Super Bowl this year, really, because... It was me, Mom, and Jenna, and we all watched it, literally, like, we didn't even, like, switch the channel. We watched it, and it was amazing, like, the entire time. And then the halftime show hit, and it's Usher, and I enjoyed all the performance of Usher and, and everybody on it. I love Justin Bieber, but I'm glad that he didn't join for this bit because this was a perfect setup for the ambiance of... You know, the flow, just ebb and flow. It was perfectly, perfectly performed. What's your thoughts on the halftime show? Well, let me just say, shout-out goes to Usher, Alicia Keys, Ludacris, Little John. You know, shout-out to them. They they really pulled out all the stops for this halftime show. And for the people that were hating on Usher, thinking that his halftime show was trash or whatever, you guys don't understand music. You really don't. Uh, Usher, Usher yeah. is one of the best artists we've had in a very, very long time, ever since he first came on the scene. And I'm a fan of Usher. I may not have listened to his music as of later recently, but, yeah. you know, he did a great job with this one as well, especially goes with the others I mentioned too. So shout out to Usher and the rest of the crew. And, you know, I'm looking forward to see who was going to be the next one to perform for the other halftime show for next year's Super Bowl. Uh, you know, event. 
can't I, I can't say this enough. I loved seeing Usher on those skates. It reminded yes. me of a disco Xanadu vibe. It was just perfect for the night. Yes, I did. That those that was very well done too, to whoever whoever did those. I mean the way he danced to the choreography while on the skates, man, he's got skills. Oh yes, very talented, you know, very classy, very professional, and you can tell yeah. he really puts a lot of effort into what he does. And I love how he, um, I don't care who he's with or who she's with or who's married or who, but I'm going to deny it. The chemistry was off the charts between Usher and Alicia Keys. Oh, yes. I mean, they, yeah, they were, uh, they did a My song God, together. They were just smoking that, 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 <laughs> the whole performance was hot, but their chemistry was on fire. Yes, absolutely. They they did a song together called My Boo and a couple other hits they did. And I'm not surprised at all, but the chemistry between them was just off the charts amazing. They they, they really know how to really sell it. All right, everybody. We had so much fun giving you our wonderful VIP um, uh, guest, um, Alyssa. And shout out to all the sources that were mentioned tonight. Um, Nathan's going to kick off the uh, weekend spotlight for this weekend. Uh, what you doing this week for Soap Night, Nathan? All My Children, I think it is? Yes, All My Children and a couple other soaps that come to mind. Great. And then you'll return next week with another spotlight. Um, again, guys, remember, Madam Webb does premiere tomorrow. And um, let us know what you all think. Um, Nathan, why don't you drop our um, links to the audience? Uh, yes, if you guys want to, uh, <clears throat> if you guys want to reach out to both me and Willie, I uh, guess reach out to, to us on Twitter for Willie. It's at WillisViewPW. Again, it's at WillisViewPW. Uh, for me on Twitter, Nathan Banks line JSAM forever. Again, that's Nathan Banks line JSAM for the number four ever. At MoneyMac101. Again, that's at MoneyMac101. You guys want to reach out to us there. DM us. Tell us, tell us what, you, what you thought about the um, Madam Web movie. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, were you in the middle? Were you in between? And once again, guys, thank you guys for joining us tonight for this special edition of our show. Again, we want to thank our guest, Alyssa, for joining us. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to her, go to her platform. You guys can listen to her music on Spotify. And, uh, again, thank you guys for listening to our show. Again, we appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you guys again later on this week and next week for Nathan Spotlight, my spotlight. Yeah, and then the other thing is just please be careful, guys. Uh, me and Nathan found this out that people are learning that when you order from Amazon, if you're ordering a movie, <clears throat> it may not exactly come out in English. And they don't give a damn. They will not refund you. They will not remove it from your library. You'll be stuck with that movie. So make sure that you know what you're ordering before you get it. Because I ordered a movie called Tommy years ago, and I never got it removed off my library because they wouldn't remove it. So, again, it's always what they say, buyer beware. Yes, indeed. Make sure you guys uh, watch out for that. And it's really unfortunate coming from Amazon, of all people, uh, you know, of all companies, actually, uh, for, that, for that to happen. It's not cool on their part, so please be aware of that. Try to do or from somewhere else. 
to get your favorite movie or TV show. All right, we're going to wrap up tonight's show with the song of um, Julian Haggard. And again, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. And you all have a wonderful, a blessed Valentine's Day. And may God bless your journey. Nathan? Uh, yes, uh, thank you guys for listening to our show tonight. And here is Feeling Haggard by Dale Watson and Ray Benson. Uh, <clears throat> again, thank you guys for listening to our show. We appreciate it. And uh, again, look forward to seeing you guys again very soon. Happy Valentine's Day. Stay safe out there. Uh, with your loved ones, we were celebrating the day by yourself. Stay safe. And uh, again, thank you guys for joining us. Here is Feeling Haggard by Dale Watson and Ray Benson. Woke up this morning Feeling warm and low Brewed a pot of coffee Got nowhere to go I got a call that topped it all That hag had passed away I thought he'd live forever What more can I say? To our listeners, again, thank you, thank you for listening to our show this evening. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening, night, uh, day, morning, afternoon, whenever and wherever you listen to the show. Uh, stay safe over there the rest of this week. Have a great weekend coming up. All right, we're signing off. All right, bye-bye.